Radio. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The War Room. Harrison Smith sitting in for Owen Schroyer today. Very happy to be with you. We're going to be welcoming Jesse Lee Peterson to the show. We're also going to have the, the Headbangers Hour with Frank Cavanaugh and Michael Graves coming up at the 5 o'clock hour. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. A lot of videos to show you as well, including, and this will be exciting, It's like we're, we're in like a real-time disinformation tit-for-tat. We covered, of course, yesterday multiple videos of the Atlantic and University of Chicago's disinformation summit that they were having, mocking them hilariously. And now we have more videos from today of them responding to the people mocking them yesterday, and we're going to mock them even more. So it'll be great. We're going to double down on that and uh, just, again, expose the ridiculous levels of dishonesty at the very heights of our media. We also have some very good news to share with you about the unraveling of one of the most egregious false flags ever committed on American soil. That is the Governor Whitmer kidnap ring falsehood that they tried to destroy people's lives over. Well, successfully destroyed their lives. They just weren't successful successful in getting the guilty uh, uh, pleas. So that'll be very exciting to talk about as well. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be good, folks. We have actually a lot of videos to show you. And I want to go to one of them now because tomorrow, is it tomorrow? No, I'm sorry. Sunday, the 10th of April, there will be a massive rally in Los Angeles, the Defeat the Mandates rally. Of course, we had an interview about this and uh, you know, have encouraged people around California to go there. But we also had a caller this morning, Mona, who made us aware of some pretty insane policies now being voted on in California, including just blatant violations of the First Amendment that says anything that you publish that contradicts the government, you'll be held liable for, and it will be in the hands of the Attorney General. We'll cover all that more, but it's now more important than ever that you stand up for the rights that you do have before you lose them, and a great way to do it is to show up on Sunday in L.A. if you can make it. Here's a little, here's a little preview for you. This is the example of what you get when you choose to attack all members of the human family. This is what you get when you decide to go after a person's child. And I have to make it very clear that they really didn't expect all of this. Thousands from across the country rallied today in Washington, D.C. For a rally against COVID-19 mandates. The message for many on Sunday was not anti-vaccines, right. but the right to choose. Thank all of you for coming out today to stand up for our children, our grandchildren, and our great-grandchildren. The determination to preserve medical freedom is in your hands. We are fighting against Big Pharma. They have always put profits before patients. 
You know, here in the United States, really, it's going to be black people who really should get it first. To my African-American brothers and sisters, the vaccine that you're going to take was developed by an African-American woman. As an African-American, I come here as one of the most vaccine-hesitant groups. The vaccine passports and the vaccine mandates take us back to the days of segregation. It's back to the slave passports. Are you free or are you not free? I'm tired of these people that sit in the White House that stimulate race wars. Tired that we are being experimented on. We have all been deceived. I'm tired that we are being manipulated. Because they use celebrities to, to control the black community. But as you see in the audience, those who are Muslims, Christians, those in the Jewish community, Democrats, Republicans, white, black, this is the example that they do not want to see, but they have no choice. This mall is so beautiful. Look at all of you. The world sees us. We will not stop fighting for truth and for life. I believe in you. Are we ready to reclaim the dream? Now the people rise up. Let's reclaim our country. The truth is like a lion. Next stop, you Los Angeles, defend defeat the mandates. Defeat the mandates, U.S. All right, welcome back, folks. This is The War Room. Harrison Smith sitting in today for Owen Schroyer. We're going to be welcoming Jesse Lee Peterson a little bit later. Frank Kavanaugh and Michael Graves as well for the Headbangers Hour in the final hour of this show, but we have a lot to talk about before then, a lot of videos to show you. Let's start off with the top story that just broke not too long ago. Different ways this is uh, being reported. Washington Post says, jury acquits two in Michigan governor kidnapping plot deadlocks on two others. Or put it another way. From Gateway Pundit, huge blow to fake news and FBI, zero guilty verdicts in case of alleged plot to kidnap leftist Governor Whitmer, not guilty verdict for two, hung jury on two, including the ringleader. This is a pretty incredible unraveling of a blatant deep state false flag operation. As Zero Hedge notes, in a system with a 98 plus percent uh, percent conviction rate where grand juries will indict a hand sandwich as the old saying goes the federal government failed to secure a single conviction in the case against four men accused of plotting to kidnap michigan democratic governor gretchen whitmer the massive prosecutorial failure which shouldn't have been a surprise given the absurd levels of corruption and criminality exposed among fbi agents who led the investigation behavior that ultimately led to the lead investigating agent being fired by the bureau will unquestionably undermine the biden administration's claim that far-right white supremacist terror is the biggest internal threat to the u.s yeah i'm sure they'll stop saying that now i'm sure now that there's incontrovertible proof they'll they'll stop saying that surely surely they will do we just need do we need a hoax counter do we need to like we need like a calendar days since the last hoax, since the last blood libel against white people. It's <laughs> just from from Jesse Smollett to the federal government <laughs> to everybody in between are just desperate to try to bring to life, to try to show white people being evil <laughs> in some way. It's like it's just they don't actually exist. These plots, these plans, these hate crimes, they aren't real. They're all imaginary. 
I was I was going off yesterday on American Journal about the fact that we're just forced to live in the delusional madness of people who control the the world. It's just it's all delusion. And it's just crazy. I mean, this is this is one of the cases that they pointed to when they were claiming that white supremacists is the biggest threat to the United States. Just a completely falsified case. Totally unreal, right? Just like Jesse Smollett, just like any other hate crime that you want to look at. I mean, honestly, we need to keep, be keeping a tally. Because there's, there's about one a week. I think there's about one of these a week. This one's just particularly egregious. Huge blow to the FBI. Zero guilty verdicts in the case of the alleged plot to kidnap Michigan governor. Two of the four of the men were acquitted Friday for their role in the alleged plot, which in reality was cooked, bu- cooked up by a game, a gang of confidential informants embedded within the group, one of whom rose to second in command, while the other two ultimately faced a hung jury. According to the Associated Press, the jury's verdicts against Daniel Harris and Brandon Caserta were read in the federal court in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in the case presided over by the U.S. District Judge Robert Jonker. Jonker. Jurors said they couldn't agree on verdicts uh, they couldn't agree on verdicts against Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr. Prosecutors described Fox as a ringleader of the anti-government group. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel has gone to great lengths to paint the men as extremists and white supremacists during interviews with friendly media outlets like NPR. See, that's just one of those convenient sort of phrases you can throw out there. White supremacists. Just why not? Just smear the man's character. I'm sure there was less proof that they were white supremacists than there was that they tried to kidnap the governor. But, you know, you don't have to prove somebody's a white supremacist in the court of law. You just say it. You just put that label on them. You just smear them with that, and it sticks to them like glue. And they're stuck with it, and the media can run with it. And they can have very intense chirons and lower thirds saying, a white supremacist group caught by the FBI, the glorious and incorruptible FBI. And they run with that for a couple months. And now when this comes out, we'll see a couple little headlines going, oh, well, hung jury. And, of course, this will also be used by the left to say, see, we live, in a, we live in a white supremacist society because these guys that we tried to false flag to destroy their lives and send them to prison for the rest of their lives. Like, that's the thing you have to understand. Just like Jesse Smollett was not a fake hate crime. It was a real hate crime. Jesse Smollett was not a victim of a hate crime. He was the perpetrator of one. He prov- – he – was driven by hate against the American people to falsify a report, to smear all of American people, especially Trump supporters and white people, with this crime in order to you know, progress his political agenda. It's terrorism in, in a way, but it was a hate crime. It was a hate crime perpetuated against white people. In this same way, these guys did not do this crime they are not the perpetrators of the crime they are the victims of the fbi's crime these guys were targeted and the fbi tried to essentially murder them right i mean send them to jail for life right send them send them to a prison system with the label of white supremacist probably be you know tattooed on their forehead eventually right destroy these guys lives in the most brutal and monstrous way and thank God they weren't able, they weren't successful. Thank God the FBI wasn't successful. Now, if these guys had been successful, uh, what, the, the Michigan governor would have been kidnapped for a couple hours maybe? Like, like what the FBI tried to do to these guys was actually just on its face worse than what they were accusing the guys of. 
Is is this all clear? Is this is this apparent to people? And again, it would almost be funny if it wasn't the American government targeting its own people for I mean, what what essentially is death, right? When you're if you're convicted of being a white supremacist terrorist in this country, you might as well put your head in the noose. Because that's the way these things work. So that's what they tried to do to these guys. And it would almost be funny if it wasn't so serious. You know, producer Scott was in here. We're just, we're just acting out, you know, what this must have been like. A bunch of FBI guys, right? Eight FBI guys sitting around going, yeah, we should totally do this. Oh, we're super into this. We're totally going to do this. Definitely we're going to do it. And then like the one FBI guy wanders in. It's like, what are we talking about, guys? And they're like, you're under arrest. I mean, it's just, it makes no sense. And it's funny, except for the fact that these guys got uh, wrapped up in this and have been made to suffer hugely uh, in the time that it took to prove that they were being entrapped. We'll continue with this story. Michigan AG Dana Nessel has gone to great lengths to paint them in as extremists and white supremacists during interviews with friendly media outlets like NPR, who are just so worried about this rise of white supremacy. (laughs) What are we going to do? In an interview with NPR, Michigan Attorney General Dan Inessa said um, multiple supremacist and anti-government groups acted in concert based on a shared extreme ideology. Little did we know those white supremacist groups were the FBI and their shared extremist ideology was communism. People that we charged are affiliated with this Wolverine Watchman group, Nessel added, adding that it's a Michigan-based group. But there are multiple white supremacy groups and militia groups that have been acting in accordance with one another. Oh yes, it's a whole network of false flags. Why? Well, we'll have to we'll have to infiltrate and and try to figure out who all these false flaggers are and where, you know how they're how they're intertwined. It's all just FBI agents. It's just one hundred percent FBI agents all trying to entrap each other. Prosecutors relied on testimony from undercover agents. And uh, and informants and two men who pleaded guilty to the plot during the trial. Jurors also read and heard secretly recorded conversations, violent social media posts and chat messages. However, their defense lawyers effectively argued that the scheme had been dreamed up by government agents and informants who had been embedded within the group specifically to manipulate men. See, this is why the FBI is usually so particular about how they carry out their false flag operations. I've described it on this show multiple times. So I have some some insight into this, having worked on FBI propaganda films in D.C. before I worked here. And I think I've told you folks, like one was very similar to this. It was a plot about a guy who wanted to blow up a district attorney and they had a uh, a person go in and pretend to give gave him basically a, a false bomb. Right. Because this is what the FBI will do. The FBI will literally give you a false bomb go oh go place this but they're usually very particular because they have these occult arcane rules where it's like you must give them a chance two chances to not do the thing that they're going to do so at least two times it has to be documented that you said are you sure you want to do this and then the false flag can go forward and you can convict them they didn't do it this time ladies and gentlemen infowarsstore.com is offering the biggest sales in its over 20 year history and that is because the economy is breaking down, inflation is exploding, the supply chains have broken down, 
and InfoWars is having serious trouble making its payroll and paying for operations, and I do not want to implode or downsize in the face of the globalists making their main move. InfoWars, it's paradoxical, is more popular than ever. It is reaching more people than ever, despite the censorship. But because of cost increasing and having to run our own infrastructure and pay for our own bandwidth and everything else, we are running out of money. So listen, up to 75% off at InfoWarsStore.com on things like amazing Patriot t-shirts that help spread the word and fund the operation, on supplements, on books, on films. Everything is 25 to 75% off right now. The biggest sale in our history at InfoWarsStore.com. Thank you for your support. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation, Great Reset Combine, trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their, their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. And that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The War Room. Harrison Smith sitting in for Owen today. You know, I'm glad that we're going to be talking so much about disinformation today. What, a, what better example do you have of disinformation than the hysteria drummed up over white supremacy and the evidence that they use to justify that hysteria, such as the Gretchen Whitmer kidnap plot? Just full-on disinformation. You know, out of all of the, the meme... Uh, I don't know what you call it, forms <laughs> that, that you see out there. I think the most accurate one I've ever seen, and it just comes up over and over, is the one with the IQ bell curve, right? Where you have the people on the left being like, there's poison in the water. And then the person in the middle like, um, actually, fluoride actually helps with the teeth a lot. And lots of people, da, 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 da. And then like on the right, it's the really intelligent guy just being like, there's poison in the water, right? It's like on one side, it's like you either have to be just a, just a dummy that just get that just gets it somehow right you just you just don't get all of the the little rhetorical tricks they use you're just like yeah it sounds confusing i just i think there's poison in the water or you have to be really smart and go oh all of that rhetorical nonsense they're saying in the middle is just you know fancy cover for what the truth is which is that there's poison in the water and then in the middle you get the vast majority of the population that is tricked into thinking they're smart this is it this is the this is the meme uh f- form here that is just the most accurate thing because at a certain point you have to just rely on your instincts right so like on the left would be just like the caveman just trusting your instincts avoiding the the lions the mountain lions and the and the wolves in the forest and on the right is 
living in a society that's very complicated, with a lot of information flying around that you just have to be able to cut through and just trust your instincts with this type of stuff or with Jussie Smollett or with Kyle Rittenhouse or with any of these hoaxes. It's like you just you just develop a sixth sense after a little while or even with Ukraine now. And, you know, I guess there's danger in going a little bit too far where you're just skeptical of absolutely everything and you just refuse to trust anything at all. I guess you can go too far in that direction. But so far, as far as you go in that direction, you're usually right. So when you hear this story, a group of white supremacists were going to kidnap the Michigan governor and they were caught by the FBI before they could carry out the plot. You just go, no, no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That's fake. I don't know any details. I don't have any further information. I can just tell you off the bat what you just said is a lie, is, is wrong and stupid and didn't happen. It's a false flag. Same with Kyle Rittenhouse, right? The day after the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting took place, I came here on the war room. We did a step-by-step breakdown of exactly what happened, and we knew he was innocent of murder from the very beginning. Like you just cut through the crap and you just get to the to the heart of the matter. And if you have instincts and you trust your instincts, you just know you just know what the truth is without having to have any further information. I don't know, we're not we're usually not wrong. Usually we're it's proven out to be true. So, we're going to talk about disinformation here in just a second. We'll we'll continue on with what exactly happened there in the trial, but then I'll we'll talk a little bit about how this had been covered for the two years since the actual event took place. But here the Gateway Pundit article has the headline, Huge blow to fake news in the FBI. Zero guilty verdicts in the case of alleged plot to kidnap leftist Governor Whitmer. Not guilty verdict for two. Hung jury on two, including the ringleader. And actually Zero Hedge mentions, you know, get ready for the mainstream media to lash out at America's justice system once again. Although this time it won't be because of alleged police brutality. No, it'll be because... Because they let the white supremacist off. See, this is the way the world works now. They get to accuse you of being a supremacist, of being a hate monger, of being a racist. And that's just fact from then on out. They said it, so it's fact. It doesn't matter if you're proven in the court of law. It doesn't matter if you have incontrovertible proof that what they're saying is false. You will still be called whatever the, the name they call you. And the lash out at the justice system. Again, man, the, the, the overall theme that we're, that we're all learning together here at InfoWars is these people are just vicious beyond belief. And you, you look back in history and you wonder, how did the USSR get that way? How did Nazi Germany get that way? We are in that world now. We are living that world. You would think if somebody's not guilty of a crime, it should be a good thing that they aren't spending their entire life in prison with the words white supremacist tattooed on their forehead, right? That would be a good thing. An innocent person not going to jail. Like, do you have any love for humanity at all? Are you not happy that this wasn't true? This was a, a false thing? But no, they would much rather destroy the lives of innocent people than be proven wrong. It's just ridiculous. Uh, The Governor Whitmer kidnapping case, as uh, Gateway Pundit says, which we now know is compromised virtually entirely of FBI agents and informants, took another devastating hit in August. Michael Hills, an attorney for Brandon Caserta, one of six defendants, produced text messages showing an FBI field field agent telling an informant to lie and frame an innocent man and delete text messages. So, I mean, the question now is, when is the trial for the FBI agents? 
when are they going to go to prison and serve time like they tried to do to these men? They just get away with this? Maybe this is maybe this is our, our issue in America because we're going to talk in a little bit as well about some of the things that California is attempting. And they may pull it off, you know, doing – just passing laws that just blatantly, flagrantly violate the First Amendment. Just – it's insane. And like if it does pass, I mean that's awful. Hopefully it will get struck down by the court, but probably not since the Supreme Court – now has a justice on it that says, I have no view as to whether people have individual rights. Just, it's, we're just committing suicide as a, as a country and as a people and as a nation. But uh, but what happens to the people who constantly try to pass laws that violate our rights? Like if this, if this law doesn't pass, like th- this law that I'm talking about here, and again, we'll get into it later, but SB 1390 – This bill would prohibit a social media platform from amplifying harmful content, including disinformation and misinformation, including but not limited to false or misleading information regarding medicine or vaccinations, false or misleading information regarding elections and conspiracy theories. So they're trying to pass a law right now in California, which says that if somebody publishes a conspiracy theory on social media, that case and that complaint will go to the attorney general and they can press charges against that person. Have you ever heard of a more blatant violation? Like at least now they have the the thin, the liminal covering of well, it's a private company. It's a private company. They're they can they can choose to allow on their platform whoever they want. They don't even have that anymore. Now it's the government instead of just nudging and suggesting that the big tech companies censor their opponents, they're going to be forcing the social media companies to silence anybody that contradicts the government. Could not be more obvious of an example of a violation of the First Amendment. But this type of stuff, they try to pass it all the time. They'll probably pass this one, honestly, because of California. But if it doesn't pass, what are these people going to do? What are the pe- people who wrote this bill going to do? Are they just going to give up? No, they're just going to like reword things and submit it again, correcting some of the language in order to get this destruction of the First Amendment passed. So just like the FBI agents in this case, you, there's got to be some sort of punishment mechanism for the attempt to violate your rights. There's got to be some sort of punishment mechanism when you try to pass a bill that is just immediately struck down by the Supreme Court because it's so blatantly unconstitutional. You should be punished for that. I don't know what we do. So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some Turbo Force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, Turbo Force, it is giving me the vitamins I need, like vitamin C to keep me healthy, and the essential B vitamins, plus the amino acids for sustained energy, giving me the best chance at getting through the training. And then every day now, I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints. Thanks, Mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now, plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The Quick release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough to take on a marathon, good news, Turbo Force, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day, and Soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. 
Decoding enemy transmissions so you get the truth. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Harrison Smith here sitting in for Owen Schroyer today. We're talking about disinformation, aren't we? Aren't we talking about disinformation? Aren't we ever? Really hilarious, this... uh, I mean, just the set design of that summit that we've been showing you where it's just like Brian Stelter and other people from CNN and The Atlantic sitting under a big sign that just says disinformation and the death of democracy. And they're all just like, yes, we we don't know what this looks like. Incredible. And of course, we we showed some of these videos before, but let's take a moment to to bridge these two stories and just take a look at how the Governor Whitmer kidnapping case has been covered by the media for the last year or so. New York Times, FBI says Michigan anti-government group plotted to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. Whitmer conspiracy allegations tied to Boogaloo movement. Jury hears man discuss plan to abduct Michigan Governor Whitmer. Whitmer kidnap trial opens with wild stories of pot, hog tying governor, civil war. Michigan Supreme Court Strikes down Governor Whitmer's emergency orders effective immediately. Well, that's uh, something different. <laughs> I haven't read these yet. <laughs> We're just going through. Just and this is the thing. You don't even. I don't even have to prepare. You just type. I typed in Whitmer into Google and go to the news tab, and you can choose a time frame. So I just chose any time before the verdict came out, and every story about the Whitmer kidnap case is a lie, is disinformation. Now they cover themselves by saying, "Person says," "FBI says," and, and they do this all the time. You'll see it with. You know, the Black Lives Matter cases quite often where it's like the truth of the matter is that like some dude tried to grab a cop's gun, tried to run a cop over and the cop was defending himself and shot the guy. And then the way it will be reported is young man on his way back from church uh, when when a, a cop shot him from behind a bush, mother says, mother of the victim says. You know, and they just they, they add that in the bottom. So what comes across is this assertion about what happened that's utterly false. Oh, but it's because they're just oh, we're just quoting somebody. We didn't fact check it at all. It wasn't, you know, we could report this is what the mother says, and that's absurd because here's the facts of the case. The mother's a liar. Like they, they're not gonna say that. They're not gonna report that. So they report whatever the person says as if it's fact, regardless of whether it is or not. So again, you can just go through the the various tabs. Credible threats to kill Governor Whitmer led to charges, police say. I mean, just it just goes on and on. So that's real disinformation. That's real misinformation, not just being spread and propagated and created by the mainstream media, but actually doing it in concert, in cooperation, and at the behest of the federal government. So you want to talk about misinformation or disinformation. It's one thing if it's just, you know, some dude making a YouTube video where he's just making stuff up, like, sure, that you can call that misinformation. But when it's the federal government in cooperation with the mainstream media, knowingly publishing falsehoods for years, that's a major issue. That is a major problem, and that is ubiquitous in this country. It is everywhere. It is continuous and it doesn't stop. But that's not what they're concerned about. That's not what they're trying to stop. These people who cry about disinformation, they're mad about anybody that contradicts that official story, regardless of whether the official story is real or not. 
and we just covered it. But again, you can go to thepeoplesconvoy.org, thepeoplesconvoy.org. They have 10 California bills that have to do with COVID-19. But to me, the most important one is SB 1390, the bill that will prohibit a social media platform from amplifying harmful content including disinformation and misinformation included but not limited to false or misleading information regarding medicine or vaccines, false or misleading information regarding elections and conspiracy theories. So just full-on destruction of the First Amendment, just absolutely unacceptable if we're going to still be America moving into the future. But bills are now on the books and they're being voted on within two weeks or so I mean, all the social media companies are in California, and that's the control mechanism that they're using is they're saying if the social media company allows these things to be spread, then those cases will get turned over to the attorney general, and they'll have enforcement mechanisms mostly on the social media companies themselves. So it's the government using the social media companies, folding them into their control, and using them to uh, prohibit the dissemination of information that they disagree with. And it's as simple as that. So how ironic is it that right now the Disinformation Summit is happening, being hosted by The Atlantic and the uh, University of Chicago? Ooh, which one should we start with? We'll start with clip number 12 here, because this is uh, one of the, somebody at The Atlantic who did the Suckers and Losers hoax. I don't even remember that one. There's so many hoaxes. There's so many hoaxes, it's hard to keep up with how many hoaxes there are. But this is the crazy thing. So yesterday, obviously, we played videos from this disinformation summit and mocked them mercilessly. I said this on the the American Journal this morning. I'll say it again since this was a show that I did it on. Like, I don't – you know, when I'm doing the show, I got a lot of people on my mind, right? I'm thinking about the crew and which camera that they're using. I'm thinking about – the info warriors out there that sort of already know this information and don't want to hear me say the same thing over and over. But I also want to try to present things to people that are just tuning in for the first time because there are thousands every day. They're t- trying out info. They're testing. Hey, what's InfoWars up to? I've, I've heard of these people. What are they saying? And I don't want to push them away by doing things like calling Brian Stelter a fat idiot over and over. But you got to understand the background here. If you're put off by me calling a fat idiot a fat idiot, if you're mad that we're just making fun of his looks or whatever, you got to understand who these people are. These people have tried so hard to destroy our livelihood. They continuously try to destroy us. Like they are out for our blood. They're despicable, lying scumbags that have us in their crosshairs. So I just I don't want to just call people fat idiots and not not give the reason for this. So I'm not a Brian Stelter. I'm not going to sit up here and pretend I'm unbiased in this matter. Just, uh, well, I, you know, I just, uh, it's dangerous the way these people are talking. And it's just so concerning for the life of democracy, what we're doing here. It's like, no, I'm not going to pretend that this is like some highfalutin sort of academic thing. No, he's a dirtbag. We're telling the truth. He's a liar and he wants to silence us so we don't expose him. It's as simple as that. And he's a fat idiot. So... We talked about that. We showed you the videos. Now let's see how the Atlantic Disinformation Summit responded to our mocking of the video of the things they were saying. Let's watch with clip number 12 first. 
one darkly humorous but inevitable uh, measurement of our success is that um, our disinformation conference has been the subject of disinformation campaigns on social media already. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Congratulate yourselves for that. Uh, that, that that's, uh, we'll, we'll study that at next year's disinformation. Uh, uh, I don't even know. Like, it's like a fugue state. It's like it's disinformation leading to disinformation. It's like it's disinformation folding in on itself and creating a black hole of disinformation. Do we even understand what's going on here? So they're holding a summit about disinformation in which they're confronted with the disinformation that they themselves spread. They lie about that. They gaslight about it. They say it's not happening. It's such an embarrassment for them. Just their own words, the unaltered, unedited video of themselves talking goes totally viral because of how it exposes them. And then they call those videos disinformation. So it's like, it's like disinformation folded on disinformation. It's like a disinformation onion. The more you peel, the more you have to try to resist weeping because of what a ridiculous world that we live in right now. You have disinformation summit held by disinformation artists, and when their disinformation is exposed, they call the exposure disinformation. What a world we live in. What a twilight zone we find ourselves in. And we'll show you more disinformation from the Disinformation Summit on the other side. Stay with us, folks. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us. And I really do hope that you take advantage of the sales happening right now. T-shirts at cost. Are you kidding me? It's, we're, we're practically begging you to steal from us. Steal from us at Infowarsstore.com. You know, it's a fact, and I'm not bragging when I say it. It's just true that Infowars is seen by the globalist as the standard of human liberty as the logo of human populist resistance against their transhumanist anti-human program. And man, our work is really right now hitting the most important aspects of what we've ever done. So I'm asking listeners now to realize we've got great products, thousands of them at InfoWarsStore.com and we are funded by listeners and viewers like you and so now we need to support more than ever because this fight has intensified, don't need me to tell you that at InfoWarsStore.com we've got 25 to 75% off across the board right now things have been sold out for a long time like InfoWars Life, Fizzy Magnesium Mix that's so amazing and our new immune support formula that's so critical, they're all available 25 to 75% off at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing the newest product from InfoWarsLife.com. We are so proud of InfoWars Life immune support. It is concentrated herbs that are known on record to supercharge our body's natural defenses. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that is essential and everyone should get. And on top of it, it funds the InfoWar, so that's a 360 win. Let me tell you what is in this amazing product. Concentrated elderberry, concentrated echinacea, concentrated astragalus root, angelica root, loatium root, and more. This product is incredible. InfoWars Immune Support, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com, is funding the tip of the spear, the InfoWars operation. It is a 360 win. The only way you fail is by not taking action and getting this product to boost your body's natural defenses and keep InfoWars on the air. The globalists are hoping you don't take action. Take action now. InfoWarsStore.com.
Infowars.com forward slash show. back ladies and gentlemen this is the war room here smith sitting in for owen schroyer have i said that enough already i think maybe i have uh, maybe we got new listeners maybe you're just tuning in welcome however you're finding us infowars.com band.video radio television however you're tuning in we so appreciate it we appreciate you finding this outlet of information in a sea of disinformation we're truly an island unto ourselves in the media landscape but don't worry the Atlantic is on it. Their disinformation summit, which itself has been a font of disinformation, truly just wild. This this twilight fugue state that we live in right now. But of course, I just covered it a second ago, and I believe this is the one she's referencing: SB thirteen ninety, the bill that will prohibit a social media platform from spreading conspiracy theories, and each track uh, each. Complaint will be tracked in a database that is shared with the attorney general. So, yes, the government is now actively getting in on censoring the American people for contradicting it. Now, Senator Amy Klobuchar is at the Atlantic's Disinformation Summit. I mean, it is convenient that they call it the Disinformation Summit because that's actually what it is. It's the only honest thing they have up there is calling it the Disinformation Summit. Uh, but she was asked by Avita Duffy about the way that this disinformation law would be applied. Uh, and let's let's listen to her response. Here it is. Hi, thank you all for coming. My question is for uh, Congresswoman Klobuchar. No, Senator. It's okay. Senator. No, no, no. That's good. <laughs> so my, my apologies. Um, you introduced um, the bill that you talked about today that would punish social media companies like Facebook and Twitter for having health misinformation on their platforms. And I'm going to ask you, if, if I were to say that there are only two sexes, male and female, would that be considered misinformation that you think should be banned uh, speech on social media platforms? Okay. I'm not going to get into what misinformation. First of all, I think the bill you're talking about is different than the one we've mostly been talking about. So I want to make that clear. We've been talking about the competition bill, um, but there is another bill that I have on vaccine misinformation. It is that specific in a public health crisis. You wonder why you get that specific. Um, it's because we're trying to find carve outs that I did with, this was with Ben Ray Lujan, um, that got to, that you can't have immunity as a social media company if you are broadcasting uh, vaccine uh, misinformation. Mm, vaccine misinformation like you will not get the virus if you get the vaccine or vaccine misinformation like there will no there will not be mandatory vaccines or uh, you cannot spread the virus if you have the vaccine that type of vaccine misinformation of course not of course not what they say misinformation what they mean is any information that would make people less likely to get the vaccine that is the facts about the vaccine how about this? Bombshell ignored by corporate media. U.S. counties with the highest vaccination rates also have the highest COVID rates. Well, that's that's a bit of information that you might want to spread around. But I mean, how hilarious is it? 
this woman is passing a misinformation bill and she's asked, well, when you're talking about medical misinformation, would saying there are two sexes be misinformation? And she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to get in what is or is not misinformation. It's like, well, you wrote a bill about it, so maybe you should have a better view on this. But again, it's just they're all just liars. They're they're just the most shameless liars, and they're all up there together, thinking they're clever, thinking they're pulling the wool over your eyes, and thinking they're they're pulling one over on you. And they're all in it together. I mean, they all know. They all get it. These are smart people. They have high IQs. They have very low morals. They have no ethics whatsoever. But they're smart. They're clever. They're devious. Little scumbags. But that's what they are. It's so ridiculous. I want to do this real quick. Uh, I couldn't... I I forgot to print out the story. Uh, Pete Budded Budigig... Oh, maybe I have the uh, maybe I have the video. Do I have the video of Pete talking about uh, that that the bill's going to kill everybody? I don't think I have it. All right, but it, this is just this is just the inverse of reality that we live in right now. If we can go dot cam, this this comic was spread. I think I saw it on the uh, Twitter account. The left can't meme. Here's a leftist meme for you. This is how they see the world. This is what they think it's like. Uh, you have the donkey here representing Democrats saying. Let's say we were to reduce the proposed spending for the bill by 15%, hypothetically. Could that be enough to earn your vote? And the, the MAGA Trump supporter says, I literally believe you rape babies to death and drink their blood to live forever. And the Democrat says, I see. Uh, how about 20%? See, in their mind, <laughs> imagine, imagine living in this delusional world where you think the Democrats are simply intelligent uh, well-rounded, respectable people that are just trying to do their best, and the the Trumpists are just just crazy. They're just all just crazy. I I mean, this is it. We're being forced to live in the world of of their delusion. So I went ahead and I I fixed this comic first. So the way this conversation actually goes is you have the Democrats saying something like, "I'm on my way to the drag queen sex ed cuddle session." And then I'm off to my youth uh, plasma transfusion treatment. And then the MAGA guy says, I literally believe you rape babies to death and drink their blood to live forever. And then the Democrats reply, that's anti-Semitic, sir. You're not allowed to say that. You have to support the creepy, weird crap that we do or else we're going to accuse you of being a hateful bigot of some sort. That's the way the world really works because they really do do creepy stuff like this. And then on top of that, you have this Pete Buttigieg. I'm sorry, I don't have the video for you. You can find it out there. He was on the View, and he was asked, he was asked if he was asked if uh, basically not teaching kindergartners uh, about you know not showing them like hardcore pornography and stuff if that was if that was going to kill kids. And he said yes, yes, that's going to kill kids. So the reality is, you could switch these, and you could have the Democrats or the uh, the, Repu- the Republican Trump supporter rather saying, "I don't want you teaching my kid. I don't want you teaching my five year old." about pornography and then the democrat says so you want you want to kill children like that's the real disconnect so we have the video let's go to uh pete buttigieg just being a cartoon of himself my state of florida when the with the so-called don't say gay law now um which he says will kill kids do you agree and you know as a as a politician because this this strikes you as you know your husband is a teacher yeah. you are uh obviously lgbtq yourself and you are now a parent yeah so how do you feel about yeah this? He, he's right and and he's i right. think every law to be judged for
for the effect it's going to have on real people in real life. And I get the political reasons why they're doing this. By the way, some of those political reasons, is they don't have a plan on anything else, right? I mean, they, they, they don't have a plan on dealing with inflation or, or, or dealing with, with gas prices or, or dealing with the issue. Oh, we, oh, we don't have a plan on that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Incredible. But no, but he says he's right. Yeah. If, if you don't teach kids in kindergarten about, you know, transgenderism and tell them that if they like, you know, playing sports as a girl, they're actually a boy. They're actually a boy and they need to start binding their breasts so they deform themselves before they hit puberty. And if you don't do that, you're going to kill kids. You're killing children. This. He's, he's like, yeah, that's absolutely reasonable. We're the reasonable ones here. Just mind-blowing. Just mind-blowing stuff we're dealing with here. This is happening on every different level, and, well, it's it's absolutely destroying us. Let's schedule this. I like sports in the color blue. Let's schedule the surgery. Pretty much pretty much that has, that's how it goes. And if it's not like that, then you're, you're basically driving a knife into that little girl's neck. That's what Pete, Pete Buttigieg and his husband think. <laughs> it's all so stupid. But, hey, there's good news, folks. Because there's a new diet plan out. Let's go to uh, clip number seven here. It's a fantastic new diet plan. If you're, if you're thinking about losing weight, try voting Democrat. Let's watch. Here I am back in January of last year. I just couldn't keep the weight off no matter how many different exercise programs I tried. Now I'm down to my ideal weight, and it's never been easier. All I had to do was vote blue, no matter who. Every time I went to the grocery store, I was with so many different options to choose from. But now... <laughs> Now I'm lucky if I can even fill my basket up. I used to be really unhealthy, never got that much exercise. But now that I can't afford to put gas in my car, I have to walk to work. And as an added bonus, I don't have to worry about being carjacked anymore. So you can ditch Tybo and start saying Ty Joe. Thank you, Joe. Hashtag Ty Joe. There you go. The communist uh, diet for you there. Folks, if you do want to lose weight, go to InfoWarsStore.com. You want to gain weight? Guess what? We got supplements for that too. We got bone broth on that website. You want to wake up early? Try Turbo Force. You want to go to bed easier? Try Down and Out. Whatever your problem is, you want to gain weight, you want to lose weight, you want to you know, have more energy, you just want to feel healthier in general, you need to be supplementing. And the best place to get supplements is InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off now on Vazo Beats Complete and BioTrue Selenium. And while you're there, pick up a shirt at cost. We'll be back on the other side with Jesse Lee Peterson. Don't go anywhere. UN-run contact tracers aren't coming. They're here all over the world, from Australia to the United States, from Canada to Germany. These tyrants are tracking everything you do, everywhere you go, and then coming to your house and threatening, in some cases, actually taking people away into the night to their facilities. And they're planning in the next year to expand their shield process. They come and take, quote, healthy people away and put them in facilities for their safety. This is nothing less than martial law. And one big thing you can do to fight back is to get high-quality Faraday cages, many of which are made here in America and are very compliant, meaning U.S. government military grade at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the entire line of Silent Pocket ready to ship to you when you visit InfoWarsStore.com. Again, we have big backpacks. We have special dry bags. We've got them for cell phones. We've got them for laptops. We've got them for iPads. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So protect your privacy today and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. 
We now live in a world where the hidden 1,291 adverse effects, according to a Pfizer document, are popping up everywhere. Now, I liken the vaccine to and the and the injuries caused by it. Basically, it, it's like a weapon, right? So the the virus itself was a pretty bad bioweapon to begin with. But what we need to realize is that the the real weapon is the bullet inside the gun, right? So you can deliver the bullet in different ways. Um, and the bullet is the spike protein. The virus was, was a pretty good gun to shoot the spike protein into your body. But the, the vaccine, the injections, are like a dirty bomb. Yet we still won't face the truth. Whilst you've been distracted by Russia, uh, Ukraine, the UK government quietly published data confirming the triple vaccinated are just weeks away from developing acquired immune deficiency syndrome. We're not really certain uh, how to treat this. We're kind of throwing the kitchen sink at it. We're throwing um, antiretrovirals at it. We're throwing interferon at it, um, ivermectin, uh, hydroxychloroquine, antiparasitics that are in study right now. We're, we're trying to use um, everything that we can think of uh, to boost up the CD4, CD8 counts um, and reverse this collapse, this calamity. The kill shot, the money ball, whatever you want to call it, uh, it is just devastating to the immune system. I, if you look at the Stanford study, um, the spike protein in the COVID-19 vaccines that everyone is talking about is called the lentivirus. The lenti contains a combination of HIV types one through three, SRV slash one, which is AIDS, MERS, and SARS. In the Stanford study, the best known lentivirus is the human immune deficiency pathogen, which causes AIDS. This is why we are seeing autoimmune and neurodegenerative decline after COVID-19, especially the booster. This is a condition known as prion, and the mRNA from the lentivirus cocktail is inserted into the DNA of human cells through an invasive procedure injection and permanently changes the genome of the cell. As Gateway Pundit reported, Richard Jefferson Bustamante Batista suffered a horrific adverse reaction reportedly due to the Pfizer vaccine. Days after receiving his second dose, he developed Stevens-Johnson syndrome, a rare serious disorder of the skin and mucous membranes. And as Substack points out, on the subject of excess deaths of youths, Enter Edward Dowd. He was a portfolio manager for the multinational investment firm BlackRock, saying the millennials about ages 25 to 40 experienced an 84% increase in excess mortality last fall, describing it as the worst ever excess mortality, I think, in history. It was the highest increase in excess deaths of any age group last year, seven times higher than the silent generation who are older than 85. And the increase coincided with the vaccine mandates and the approval of the booster shots. Basically, millennials experienced a Vietnam War in the second half of 2021, Dowd said, noting 58,000 people died in that conflict. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. And as the 
Casualties and injuries continue to pile up for celebrities from the very real possibility of the mRNA vaccine. 67-year-old Bruce Willis's recent announcement of aphasia ending his career has doctors immediately ruling out the vaccine as causal. Regardless of the many COVID vaccine recipients reporting brain fog and a failure to concentrate after taking the vaccine, while the VAERS data shows 3,057 cases where aphasia is a symptom due to the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine injuries and deaths are mounting. There is no escape from the aftermath of the first phase of the war on humanity by the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. John Bound reporting. Share those links, folks. We'll be right back with Jesse Lee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The War Room. Second hour has begun, and I'm very happy to welcome my guest, Jesse Lee Peterson. You know him well. You can find his website at rebuildingtheman.com and jesseleepeterson.com. His Twitter is at JLPTalk. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jesse. You're welcome, man. Thanks for having me on. It's amazing. It's so good to to have you on. I had a a great time talking to you at AFPAC, which feels like a a million years ago now, but you gave a, a great speech there. And uh, I just I was outside at first and I walked into hearing you talk about how wonderful it was to pick cotton and what a what a joyous <laughs> thing it was to pick cotton and have the whole room uh, roaring with laughter. Uh, but that was a fun event, wasn't it? It was an amazing event. And you're right. It was an honor to meet you there finally in person. And our Pat event was mind blowing. It was really uh, good to see over a thousand or so people there, young people who are really, really standing up for what is right and don't have the fear. And I did talk about the uh, picking cotton because what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a plantation and I'm going to take the blacks to the plantation first and then teach them how to work and be so they can develop um, that desire to take care of themselves and stop begging and whining and burning and destroying for free stuff. And then I'm going to take the young millennials there so they can learn to overcome fear and start speaking up and not be afraid of the word racism. It's a false word. It doesn't exist. And it's time to say no to that and speak up. Otherwise, we're going to lose this great country. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you you were, you know, sort of being facetious when you're talking about it, but you were, you know, sort of sort of flexing your bona fides, right? People like to say all sorts of things about you. They call you Uncle Tom and all this sort of stuff. And it's like you you have had the the real experience of black Americans coming from just abject poverty, I guess, or, you know, I I want you to, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you know, you've really been through stuff and you've come out on the other side on top and you're trying to show people that path forward. Right. And and you're just trying to set an example and show how people can break free of these bonds on their minds. You did it. You're trying to show other people how to do it. Absolutely. I, uh, as I mentioned before, I grew up in Alabama on a plantation under the so-called Jim Crow laws. And our, our, our uh, bathroom was outdoors. We had to go outside to the outhouse to use the bathroom. Uh, we had this tin roof on the house. When it rained, you could hear the rain. It was beautiful music. It helped you sleep well. Um, I had to pick cotton, corn, peanuts, and to plant the plantation. And uh, I would have to get up every morning and go to the barn and bring cows in from the 
the right. pastures and milk the cows and, and then feed them and send them back out and get ready to go to school and catch the bus around 7 or 7.30 or 8 o'clock, I believe, by 7. But the, the beautiful thing is that we were taught to work. From day one, we were taught to work. I didn't grow up hearing my parents or grandparents blaming white people or anyone else. It, it wasn't even a part of the thinking. Right. And we were told to treat all people the way we would like to be treated. And and because of that, when I left home at 18, I've always been able to just take care of myself. And I never looked back back and, and thought, oh, you know what? I can't make it in society. I got to go back home. I just never imagined anything like that. Right. And so this whole idea of racism and that white people holding the blacks back is a lie. It's just a total lie. And there's no truth in it at all. But because it's been said over and over and over and over and over again, it seemed to be true. And it's not true. I interviewed a young guy on my, not interviewed, but a young guy called into my show this morning. I think he was from Philadelphia or somewhere. I forgot where. And he believed that racism exists as well because he's heard it growing up. And he's like 26, I think he said he was. And all that time, he believed that racism exists. But it wasn't until he heard me say it or he started to examine it and he realized that he was just lied to. He thought white people were mean to blacks and that they were hurting blacks. And it wasn't true, but he grew up believing it because that's what he heard. Right. And that's why I'm encouraging people this year, become your own man, your own woman. Think for yourself. Get on that straight and narrow path. Don't follow the wide road that leads to destruction. Because if you don't become an individual, you will be destroyed. And most people today, men and women, male and females, they are afraid to be individuals. They always want to join some type of group and become group thinkers rather than individuals. And that's not going to work for the good of the person. Right, absolutely. And of course, these labels are used by very bad people to yeah. pull off scams a lot of times. And in fact, I have a, sort of the perfect headline for it. Your favorite uh, group here, Black Lives Matter. Uh, former Black Lives Matter leader calls report on organization buying a $6 million mansion racist misinformation, right? So they get caught. They are scamming the black community. They make claims of racism. They raise money off those claims. They use that money on themselves. They don't help anybody with anything. They make everything worse. And then when you report it, they call you racist to shut you up about it. I mean, it's just you're handing over weapons to evil people. And, you know, if you fall for this stuff, you're handing over control of your mind to people who despise you. Why would you do that? Why would you give up to these people? What, what are your thoughts on on this uh, Black Lives Matter co-founder and her six million dollar mansion in Southern California? Well, number one, I don't believe that there is one person in this country who is surprised by this. Right. I, I remember when they were having a, a Black Lives Matter riots. They were burning and destroying and tearing down statues and monuments and flags and things like that. And I noticed that the more they did it and cried racism, the more money they got. Yeah. The more they said uh, cried racism and the more they destroyed, they would get white people sending them more and more money, kissing their feet and feet and, and just carrying on. And so getting the money was not a surprise. It's just always been about a false perception of power and wealth. It's never been about racism. It's never been about what's happening to black people because I noticed that during the, the destruction, the insurrection upon America by Black Lives Matter, they never went into the inner cities. 
right. into Chicago and uh, South Central L.A., Gary, Indiana, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee and other places. They never went in those areas and tried to stop blacks from killing, robbing and raping and hurting one another. It was always in the areas where the money was. And that area was white people territory. They never tried to help black people, and they still are not trying to help black people. It's, I wish that people can wake up and realize it is about self. These people care about money and power. It's never been about the people, because if they care, they would stop black on black destruction, and they're not working on that at all. No, and what they have worked on has made really everything worse. I mean, obviously, defund the police has led to a massive spike in violent crime, really crime of all sorts. Now there's DAs just letting people out of prison left and right. And if you look at the the numbers, the number of police killings hasn't even gone down. So the one thing that they were supposedly fighting against, they haven't made a dent in, but they've made a whole bunch of other things worse. But but people keep giving to this and they keep falling for it. Like, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's like you want to just it's like you're you know, you got somebody in a coma and you're just screaming, wake up for the love of God. You've got to wake up because they're all asleep. I, I it's frustrating beyond yeah. belief, Jesse. I'm dumbfounded by the fact that and I do understand fear because anyone who has anger has fear and fear is of the devil. So anyone who has anger is worshiping the devil. They are the sons and daughters of the devil, so they have fear. Because at one point, I couldn't understand. Now, I I understand why the blacks are doing it, because they think they're getting something for nothing. They think that they're getting money, and somehow or another, it's going to bring peace for them, and it won't. Mm. But I couldn't understand why white people were allowing this to happen. This country was founded and created by white men who believed in God. So with the help of God... They were able to create the greatest country on this side of heaven. They created the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, but they made a horrible mistake by allowing all these different people to come in and then allow these people to take over government, over police departments now, over schools, over everything, and they are destroying rather than building. So I couldn't understand why white people allowed this to happen, but I realized they have anger, and as a result, they have fear. So they're not able to stand up and speak up for themselves. And now that they've put this black woman on the Supreme Court, you have not seen anything. It's going to get worse. I'm going to ask you about about Kintanji Jackson and Will Smith on the other side. Stay tuned, folks. In December of 2021, InfoWars offered the first in a three-part series, the 1776 Anti-Tyrant Coin, and it sold out in 10 days. And if it wasn't for listeners getting this original, powerful coin, a founding member coin, we would not be on air today. Now, the second coin, the Liberty Tree Coin, is being offered and it will probably sell out in 10 days again it certainly needs to to fund our operation it is so historic and it has a quote from thomas jefferson about the tree of liberty being refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants and more see the coin for yourself at 1776coin.com it's also at infowarstore.com it's amazing there's only 10,000 of them and as a founding member if we're able to stay on the air we're planning something very very special for everyone that helps us go to the next level. So get your new Tree of Liberty coin while you still can at 1776coin.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. 
Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Harrison Smith sitting in for Owen Schroyer on today's edition of The War Room. Remember, you support everything we do here by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Right now, you can get InfoWars t-shirts at cost. Massive sale. Please do support us. We really do appreciate it. Now, typically, we're talking about very important things such as war and the culture and politics. And I sort of always hate delving into the realm of celebrity, but I think this is a topic I need to talk to Jesse Lee Peterson about. It's the the Will Smith slap and the continuing fallout from it. So I guess the latest is the the Film Academy has banned Will Smith from the Oscars for 10 years after he slapped Chris Rock. So it's been uh, about two weeks since that that slap. He slapped Chris Rock on the stage, and now he's been uh, banned from the Academy Awards. I'm going to show a video of Jada Pinkett Smith and, and Will Smith in just a second. But just off the top, Jesse, w- what was your take on the the slap heard around the world? Well, when I first saw it, I thought it was uh, they were acting. I didn't think it was real. I thought it was just a way of promoting. I think this guy had a movie coming out or has a movie coming out. So I thought he was acting at, in the beginning. Right, same here. But after listening to it over a couple of days, I realized it seemed to be real and was real. Then I realized that Will Smith is the average black person. Hmm. They are angry. They're out of control. They have no peace. And they have no sense of self-control at all. And I thought, wow, you can't take the blacks anywhere. The, the, uh, The academy is supposed to be like a classy event. It's supposed to be for family and it's a time when, you know, families gather around the TV and they look at the amazing movies, even though they don't make amazing movies anymore. But they look at the amazing movies and they listen to the actors and actresses and they enjoy. But they have now, due to the fear of white people, they have now turned the academy over to black liberals and black liberals will destroy the academy. It's over now for the academy. It will become a ghetto. Just like everything that these blacks have touched, it become a ghetto. And so you think that fight was, uh, that slap was bad. You haven't seen fights yet. It's going to get worse before it gets better because white people have given to the intimidation of you need to have more black people at the academy. You need to uh, elect or select films and actors and things right. like that that are black. And they're giving into the intimidation of racism. 
And now they're giving up uh, uh, a program that used to be. And I remember years ago watching the Academy, and it was amazing to see some of the uh, actors and actresses. That's right. all gone now. The Academy has been turned into a ghetto, and it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. No, I mean you're right though. They have like racial quotas now on the yeah. on which films get nominated. It's so it's they're not even pretending it's about what the best movie is anymore. I mean you have to f- fulfill these social justice prerogatives, and then maybe you'll you'll get an award. And uh, you know I think it also had to do with the fact that Jada Pinkett has sort of humiliated Will Smith for a long time, and it reminded me. Yeah. And maybe you know you've experienced something like this, but I was in probably a what I would call an unhealthy relationship in high school and. I remember my friend one time said something about my girlfriend, and I lashed out at my friend, but I wasn't mad at him. I was mad at my girlfriend, and I was, but I was lashing out at him because I couldn't lash out at her. I, I mean, I think there was something to that too, right? There's just this yeah. festering anger in Will Smith, and it happened to find the outlet there when really it, it wasn't about what Chris Rock said. It was about everything else that had happened before. You think there's something to that? Absolutely, 100%. I, I did see an interview where he said that he was dating at one time. Uh, before he became a famous actor, and this girl cheated on him, and so it really was bad for him. He took it hard, and so he made a, a, a declaration that he's going to become very, very famous. He's going to become a movie star, uh, uh, and that way no woman will ever cheat on him again. But what he didn't realize is that because of his overreaction to the first uh, uh, woman cheating on him, he became attracted to what he hates. And so he ended up with a woman that way worse than the woman that cheated on him in right. the beginning. And now he seemed to have a woman that, from what I've read and seen, that she's not only cheating on him, but he knows about it. You know, they have, quote, unquote, an open relationship. Right. And it seems that Will Smith, because of his anger, he's in a situation that he doesn't understand how to overcome it. And he's with a woman that seemed to be controlling him and embarrassing him and destroying him. And he doesn't know how to overcome. This woman is not based on what I read and what I've seen. This woman is not good for Will Smith. And if he doesn't get out of that situation, she will end up completely destroying him because women hate weak men. And he seemed to be very weak in this situation. Well, I'm going to show you a video here that is going to illustrate exactly what you're talking about it's jada uh, jada pinkett smith filming will smith and I, i'm sorry to have to play this because it's a very uncomfortable video but we're gonna have to be uncomfortable for a second then we're gonna learn the moral lessons that we can from this uh here's jada pinkett smith and uh and will smith in a uh, newly released video let's watch so will you know Esther perel is coming to the table she's gonna be at the red table would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say don't just start filming me without asking me oh my goodness. if you could film Astaire, me. Astaire, come help us again, please. I'm still dealing with foolishness. Don't. No, nah, no, nah, she, yeah, because she, don't just. Would you say that she helped us heal the hurts that we caused between one another? My social media presence is my bread and butter, Okay. So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start rolling. I'm standing in my house. Don't just start rolling. Please watch a stare at the red table because she's helped us a lot. Can't you tell? I mean, that's just uh, probably the most awkward video I've ever seen. But he just seems like a broken man, Jesse. 
Yeah, no, he's totally defeated. He's living with the devil, and he doesn't know how to deal with the devil. I will high, if Will Smith is listening, I will highly recommend that he get away from this woman as soon as possible, because if she does, if he doesn't, she's going to destroy him. It's going to be over for him, and he needs to get over his anger so he can walk away from this situation. And any time a woman cut her hair that short, he, it's time to leave anyway. Because in her own ego fallen state, she thinks she's better than him, and she getting life from destroying him. When men are weak and subject to women in that way, they give their soul over to the woman, and the women destroy them and go find another soul to destroy. That's why God said we must be born again. We must be born of the Father so that we can overcome the nature of the woman. God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman and woman over children. And Will Smith is clearly not over that. This woman getting joy out of embarrassing him and destroying him. And he doesn't understand what he's dealing with, but he's miserable. That was awful what she just did to him, but he allowed it to happen because he's a weak male and he doesn't understand the spirit behind this woman. Yeah, it's not good for the man. It's not good for the woman. And it's sort of the perfect example, as you were saying in the first segment, like, I think it's the same with with whether it's Will Smith or Hunter Biden, like all these people, they have everything they could ever want. They're millionaires. They have mansions and women throwing themselves at them. I mean, you'd think they'd be happy. They're all miserable. So don't feel angry at these people. Feel sorry for them, man. Feel pity for them. And and hope that they can can claw their way back to the surface to stop the drowning that's happening that they're experiencing. All right, we'll be back on the other side, talk more about it with Jesse Lee Peterson. Stay tuned, folks. We are only offering three coins in the series. The first coin was released in December of 2021 and sold out in 10 days. Now, the second coin, as we enter the last days of March into April 2022, is now being offered. And I believe it will sell out in just a few days again because these are historic coins and because our amazing listeners want to support freedom and keep InfoWars at the front lines of the fight against these tyrants. So, go for yourself to 1776coin.com and see the new Liberty Tree coin. It is powerful. Witness this powerful iconography for yourself and have this piece of history and be part of the founding member system that we're set to launch in the very near future thanks to your support of this project. Get a historic memento that helps keep InfoWars on the air and also gives you a real piece of history at 1776coin.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Trigger warning. This broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Harrison Smith sitting in for Owen Schroyer today. My guest is Jesse Lee Peterson. And again, I know it's celebrity sort of gossip stuff, but I really want to stick on this Will Smith topic for just a second longer because I really think it highlights what you talk about so much. Not the celebrity stuff, but the idea of hate and anger and uh, being black in America. Like all of it sort of comes together with this Will Smith story. He's one of the most successful celebrities of all time. I mean I grew up watching this guy. He started off – um, pretty lower middle class in Philadelphia. He's become he's rose to the top 
of his field very early on. He sort of stayed at the top up there. I mean, this guy should be the happiest man in the world. Instead, he's absolutely yeah. miserable. And so I think people, they hear you talk about, you know, having hate in your heart or having fear and, you know, fear leading to hate or, you know, all this sort of stuff. And they don't really get what you're talking about. And it's just like, if anybody wants to know what Jesse Lee Peterson preaches about every day, here it is. Look at Will Smith. Look at how unhappy he is. Look at his relationship with his wife and all of this stuff. And again, just as we were going out, out to break there, I mentioned Hunter Biden and, and Will Smith. But, you know, as you were saying, we don't need to have hate for these people. We don't need to be angry at these people. We need to pity right. them and we need to try to help them get back on track. Right, Jesse? Absolutely. You know, it reminds me of, uh, of something that's in the Bible. It says that what does it profit a man that he loses his soul and uh, and preserve the body? Right. Mm. And what that means is that you can get all the riches in the world. You can live in the greatest house. You could be famous. You can be well-known. You can have everything. But if you don't have love, you have nothing. Above all things, you got to have love. And Will Smith does not have love. And that evil woman he's with definitely does not have love. And Will Smith doesn't understand what's going on and how to overcome it. Because if he did, he would have already dumped this woman and moved on with his life. And so he got all this fame and fortune, but he's still miserable. And so what has to happen is that anyone, anybody, I don't care who you are, how white or black, poor, rich or Chinese, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, whatever, right? <laughs> I get you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you don't have love, you have nothing. And I'm not talking about mama's love. I'm not talking about the love that come through the woman because that's not real love. That is hate. And the love come from above, from God, through Christ, to the man, through the woman, to the children. And unless men understand that they must be born of the father, meaning that men and women, anyone who's born through the woman must be born of the father. Because if they're born of the woman, they are born of the spirit that made a home in the woman that come from below. Women do not have love. They only have anger. And that's why anger and that's why you see when these women don't have men to guide them in the right way and to raise their children, the children end up angry and out of control. That's what's wrong with the blacks. That's what's wrong with Hunter Biden or anyone. It doesn't matter money. But if you have one iota of anger, Satan is your daddy and no wealth, no nothing is going to prepare that, repair that. You must go and forgive your mothers for turning you away from your father's because when they turn you away from your fathers, they recreate you in their image. Um, and you become angry, limiting your imagination, and you become emotional because you become like what you hate. And every woman you get involved with will be the spirit of the mama, and you end up becoming the boy, and she becomes the mother, and the cycle repeats itself from generation to generation. But when you realize, get to know yourself, realize your mothers couldn't help themselves, uh, and because their mothers did it to them, go and apologize for resenting them. Do not, do not ask, ever ask for forgiveness. Hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. I realize you couldn't help yourself. God will forgive you, and He'll take the spirit of the woman away from you and return you to the Father. And then you will overcome anger. Salvation is of the heart. It's about love. It's about taking away the spirit of anger. And God will replace it with his spirit, and his spirit is love, 
and everything else will be taken care of. One last point, one other point about that. Will Smith is a perfect example of what has happened to black men around the world and especially around this country. It's not about racism. There's no such thing as racism, sexism, homophobism, Islamophobism, Debbie-Dadism, Allah-U-Akbarism, anti-Semitism or white supremacism is about hate. It's about good versus evil. And the black women, grandmothers and mothers have destroyed the souls of their children. And they're pretending that it's about the white man when it's really not. And Will Smith is a perfect example of that. By living with this woman, she is totally destroying him and getting life and joy from it. And when Will Smith is not around anymore, she'll find other men to suck the life out of and destroy them as well. Right, right. And, you know, and again, it's not like, you know, now the, the, the latest that just broke a couple hours ago is that the, the Oscars have banned Will Smith for 10 years. And it's like the way that we talk about this also doesn't come from a place of hate, right? I'm not, it's not like, yeah, Will Smith, you suck and you have to go away now and you're humiliated and we hate you. It's like, I feel sorry for this guy, man. And I think it's so, it's so true when you say like, Will Smith doesn't realize what's going on. No, he's, he's confused, man. It's like, maybe, maybe this will be a good thing. Maybe him sort of making this big mistake will be a wake up call. And maybe, you know, a year from now he'll be he'll be better. He'll separate from his wife and get back on track and maybe he'll be happy. And that's really what we want, right? The one thing I can absolutely guarantee you, if Will Smith get to know himself, really start looking at himself, know thyself, right? He would see that whomever raised him is who he resents. And every woman he gets involved with will be his mother. And he would never be able to deal with them because when men resent, the woman become their God. Because when Adam listened to Eve, uh, who had listened to the devil, the devil became the woman's God when Eve listened to the devil. And then when Adam listened to Eve, the woman became the man's God. With that, that need to reverse, and it's not going to reverse until men will give their mothers and grandmothers, and then the role will reverse, and then life will be better, not only for the man, but for the woman and for the children and for the country. Because women need men to be the light of the world and salt of the earth. When the light of the man goes out, the women can't see the right way to go because they look to the men as the way the man looked to God, right? But the men don't understand that they've been destroyed by their mothers and they're living in their imagination. All thoughts, all lies, all the time about anything. And so men got to overcome that. And Will Smith cannot help himself. We need to pray for Will Smith. He is in... As that video I had not seen before. This guy is miserable, yeah. and this woman is loving it. She loves his misery. And if he ever tried to get away from her, it would be the end of him. She would try to totally destroy him because she's sucking life out of him for her own, for her own ego pleasure right now. She doesn't love Will Smith at all. Right. She hates Will Smith because he's weak. Yeah, and that's one thing that, that I bring up all the time. You know, on on Infowars, and I think it's sort of a message of Infowars, and I think it's one that that you you know reflect as well, which is that strength loves strength. We want people to be yeah. strong because we feel strong. When you're weak, you want to tear everybody else down. You want to bring everybody Absolutely. else down to your level. You're scared of people who are strong. When you're strong and in, in mentality or your soul is strong, you want everybody else to be strong because you're not threatened by it. 
right? These people are threatened by strength, so they want to tear everyone down. I think that's what you see in that video. Absolutely. Exactly what's going on. And I counsel with men and women around the world nearly every day, and they don't understand until they hear it. They're like, wow, that makes sense. I do resent my mother. I do resent my grandmother, whomever raised them for turning me away from my father. Because women play victims, and they cause the kids to identify with them. Women are not victims. They are victimizers, and they know how to deceive. Well, I, I, yeah, I think – and I think there's also this like genetic I don't, evolutionary aspect where men <laughs> sort of look to women too, like like we want permission from our women to do things, and so it's yeah. re- it's really up to women. And uh, I'm going to show a clip from uh, from a movie on the other side that I think about all the time when it comes to this topic. And again, it's not about talking about celebrities, but it's ta- it's about talking about the sort of rot that's at the heart of American soul, and it's really exemplified by Will Smith. So we'll be back on the other side. In December of 2021, InfoWars offered the first in a three-part series, the 1776 Anti-Tyrant Coin, and it sold out in 10 days. And if it wasn't for listeners getting this original, powerful coin, a founding member coin, we would not be on air today. Now, the second coin, the Liberty Tree Coin, is being offered, and it will probably sell out in 10 days again. It certainly needs to, to fund our operation. It is so historic, and it has a quote from Thomas Jefferson about the Tree of Liberty being refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants and more. See the coin for yourself at 1776coin.com. It's also at InfoWarsStore.com. It's amazing. There's only 2,000 of them. And as a founding member, if we're able to stay on the air, we're planning something very, very special for everyone that helps us go to the next level. So get your new Tree of Liberty coin while you still can at 1776coin.com. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male path. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The War Room. I'm Harrison Smith sitting in for Owen Schroyer today. Our last segment with Jesse Lee Peterson is happening right now. Of course, Jesse Lee Peterson can be found at jessieleepeterson.com and rebuildingtheman.com. You can follow him on Twitter at JLP Talk. And, you know, when it comes to the to the topic of men and women and their relationships and sort of the evolutionary things that drive us, you know, you, you really get deep into the, the spirituality of it and what's really good for everybody. It's not good for, for women or good for men to have yeah. these sort of, you know, hateful and, and, and bitter women in control and, and humiliating their husbands. It's just not good on any 
uh, on any level. And I want to play this clip. Just it's about a 10 second clip from the movie 300. And I mean, this whole scene, it's the opening scene, right? That this is Sparta where he kicks the guy into the well. It's, it's iconic. But like every moment of this scene is instructive. And I think about this one shot so often because this is how this is how women need to be in our society for us to succeed. Let's let's play the clip now. We'll talk about it. So here he's just been threatened by the guy, right? And he's thinking about what he should do. And he looks over his shoulder at his wife. And his wife gives him the little subtle nod, the permission. And with that, he knows he has to do what he has to do. This is Sparta! We just kick the guy into the well and declare independence, right? Brilliant. But it's like a lot of men, they sort of know, they sort of intrinsically know what they need to do. But we all, I mean, that just that one clip, right? He knows what he wants to do. He knows what he needs to do. But he also knows he's about to throw his kingdom into war. He's about to, I mean, it's going to be bad. And he looks over his shoulder and his wife just gives him the little nod. Just like, do what you have to do, man. And so he does. Like, to me, that's, that's, what, that's what we need women to do is to, to back us up and go, no, you're right. You do need to stand up against this. You do need to protect me and protect my children. Go do the thing that you need to do. I, I just think it's such a sort of iconic uh, image. What's your take on this, Jesse? I understand what you're saying about that. But nowadays, you're not going to find women unless God send you one. <laughs> They're that rare. Are willing to be a woman. When the nature of the woman, which is the nature of the devil, is jealous of the nature of the man, which is the nature of God, right? And so you're not, these women are on ego trips now. They've been made to believe that they're equal to men. They've been made to believe they can go out and work and just do whatever a man wants. I mean, uh, uh, what a man can do. And they're not going to give that ego nature up. But what will happen once the man overcome the woman in order to come back together, then the natural nature of the man will draw the woman into the right position that she should be in. She will have no other choice but to follow the man because greater is he that's in the man than he that's in the world. And that is the love, the power of God within the man. It comes through the man. And so it will happen naturally. And I understand what they did in that movie, but men don't need a woman permission to do anything. And every time... But we do, but we do feel that. But every, but men have that sort of impulse, right? Because I just imagine if this was the modern day, he'd sort of be there. He's about to kick the guy down the well, and he looks over yeah. the shoulder, and the wife would be going, "No, don't do it, don't do it." He'd go, "Oh, okay, you know." It's like I know, but that's beta male. You're right. You're right. That's beta male. <laughs> but and, and, and men, men don't understand the power of masculinity. And that the weakness of the woman is subject to that. She needs that in order to overcome. And one horrible thing that I'm seeing that's happening is an amazing sign of things getting worse in our country is that uh, women are being placed in leadership roles in the home, in the schools, in in, in, uh, local and federal government. And because it's not in the nature of women to lead, It's in the nature of women to follow and not lead. But because over and over and over again, they're putting and Republicans are doing it. Everybody doing it now, putting these women in position of leadership. It's going to only get worse rather than getting better. It's not going to get better when women are in the position of leadership because it's not in their nature to lead. It's in their nature to follow. They cannot lead. They don't have the right mindset. 
or emotions, it's just not in them to do it. And putting these women in city councils and vice presidents and heads of the court or in the U.S. Supreme Court or anything is only going to make it worse instead of better. If you doubt me, look at the black community. The black community is a physical example of what's going to happen whenever you put women in leadership. It's not in their nature to do it. They're not mentally and emotionally strong enough to do it. They don't have logical mindset. They have illogical mindsets. Right. Well, and you really don't you don't want women to be forced into that position, right? Because naturally right. women are much more caring and, and empathetic and and that's what you want from a mother and you need the father to count to, to counterbalance that. And when it comes to the black community, fatherlessness is such a huge problem and it forces the mother to take the role of both the mother and the father. And that's how you know a lot of things get screwed up because they're forced into this position of, of leadership and manliness that that they, they shouldn't they them. shouldn't be forced into that role. That's right. And it's not in them. And Will Smith is a perfect example of what happens when the mother take over like that. And Will Smith is a perfect example of what's wrong with the average black man and the black woman because the woman become like her mother and she ended up attracted to men who are weak like her father. And the cycle repeats itself. So women need to forgive their mothers and grandmothers as well so they can become themselves. And love will come instead of this hate that's being passed down. The average black man isn't worth a dime today. Not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. They get angry like a woman. They overreact like a woman. They blame someone else like a woman. They are uh, uh, begging for affirmative action reparation like a woman. A man should not be blaming and begging. A man should go through what he got to go through without anger and it'll make him stronger. You know, that's that's so funny because... Like in mainstream, in popular culture or anything, the, the black culture seems much more masculine, right? It seems much more like, you know, my pimps and my hoes. Like it's, it's much more masculine, <laughs> whereas the, the white guys are the, you know, little skinny dweebs or whatever. But that's, it's sort of a, a facade, isn't it? Like why yes. is that, that it seems so much more masculine when really underneath it, it's, it's not? It's a faint, false sense of masculinity. And they, because they don't have love, they don't have the love of a father, they are putting up a false image of masculinity to try to make themselves feel better by putting out a false image, but it's not working. It's not working because behind closed doors, they're miserable, they're crying, they're uh, empty on the inside. That void they have is a yearning for the father, and they've been told it's something else. They're miserable, and the women and children are suffering for it. Black women hate black men today. They have no respect for them at all because they can't look up to them. The men won't guide them, and the black women are lost. And giving them positions of power in the country is only making it worse. It's not making it better. Black women got to drop the anger, too, as well as black men, in order to bring on a change. And white men got to get over the anger, too, because they're giving over their country they're giving over their women and children to angry people who are going to only make their lives worse. Critical race theory and all this crap they're teaching in these schools, public school system and some of the private schools. The, the white men and white women are too afraid to even protect their children from evil because they don't want to be called racist. We must forgive so we can return to the proper love of a power and authority. And that only comes from God. Anyone who has anger is weak and angry and they have fear they do not have love yeah and then of course you know that just 
you know, we could, we could talk for another hour about the transgender issue because that really strikes the heart of it too. They're trying to destroy these roles entirely and act like they're not important, the, the dichotomous roles of man and, and woman that uh, we've fulfilled you know, for our entire civilization. They're trying to tear all yes. of that down. They hate the image of God. We got to realize our battle is a spiritual battle, and anyone who has anger is worshiping the devil even if they don't admit it, even if they know the Bible, they can quote scriptures to the cows come home. But if they have one eye order of anger, they're worshiping the devil. And those who have overcome anger and God has taken that spirit away and replaced it with his spirit, which is love. They're worshiping God. They're coming out of the darkness into the light. And if ever we needed that, we need that right now in America. Otherwise, it's over for our country because it's hard to find love in this country. People don't love one another. Family members don't love one another. Uh, in relationships, men and women don't love one another. And friendships, friends don't love one another. It's all hate at a false pretense of love. We got to return to love, which is back to the Father. Wow, absolutely. Powerful stuff, as always. Again, it's Jesse Lee Peterson at uh, JLP Talk on Twitter, rebuildingtheman.com and jessieleepeterson.com. Thank you so much uh, for coming on, Jesse. We, we really could go on for hours about this because it really strikes the heart of what's going on in this country right now. Yeah. And I think the transgenderism stuff just uh, really highlights it. But thank you so much for coming on, sir. And thanks for having me on. It was amazing. Good to be on with you. I appreciate it. Well, let's do it. Let's do it again soon. All right, folks, we'll be back on the other side with uh, Michael Graves and Frank Kavanaugh for the Headbangers Hour. We're going to get into some more cultural topics as well as, hey, why not? We'll get into war while we're at it. That's going on too, isn't it? Stay with us. It's War Room, Infowars.com, Bandai Video. April 2022 just kicked off, and it's already been incredible. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Joe Biden, they, along with many other New World Order operatives, have gone on national television and announced that we are now under a world government. They have a summit taking place right now in Dubai titled World Government Summit, and they are announcing incredible tyranny. Everything we've talked about is now coming true, and the globalists want to take us off air. Ladies and gentlemen, we are running the biggest sale in the history of InfoWars right now. In our 28 years, all InfoWars apparel is being sold at cost until the inventory is gone and we're never going to print these t-shirts and ball caps and InfoWars flags again. We may have t-shirts and apparel in the future, but I don't even know. We are blowing out of everything to get emergency funds in right now. I'm firing the bat signal and asking you to get your t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com right now. They're at cost.